Believe it or not, Shyamalan made one worse than this. How is that even possible? This is the happening on Sticker Man. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Welcome to Sneaker Madness, the podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers by bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin. With me as always, Sam and Jackie. Uh, in case anybody wanted to know, the movie that's worse than this one. Sam, you want to go ahead and tell them? <laughs> Which one's worse than this one? You do. Come on. After Earth is clearly oh, after worse. Earth, yeah, that's yeah. right. Because There's nothing worse than After Earth. Um, now, here's the deal. Uh-huh. Okay, since you, since you made me go there, okay. I had to watch After Earth twice to verify <laughs> that I thought uh, it was you, actually the worst you, movie that had ever been made. You poor man. Yeah, I made you watch it. That was the second time. Uh, you are made of uh, finer salt of the earth than most people are. <laughs> yeah, and I, I can go on about why it's in the conversation for the worst movies ever made. However, this one here was like having a knife turned in my chest you for 90 minutes. After Earth. After Earth is so boring, and it's three hours long, where this is only an hour and a half. Yeah, I was able to like identify things that I really hated Whereas this is just like, bleh. yeah, this is a nothing film. Hi, Jackie. How are you? What's happening? What is happening? Let's go to my first question. What's a happening? What ha- the fuck is a happening? What? Happening is not a word. Like something can happen. Um, what is a happening? That was like in the 60s and 70s when they had like a party. It's a total happening. It's my bag, baby. Right. Yeah. That was a happening in that movie that we did. Uh, what is it? Um, Beyond the Valley of the yeah, Dolls. Yeah, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. The end of that movie is a happening. Right. It's a happening. Um, there's also the Supreme song, The Happening, which I'm assuming is about, uh, you That's know, the like, same thing. Yeah, Having it, a good time. Yeah, it's, it's a happening. This why, was not a good time. Why is this called The Happening? Like, why is it happening to us? Like, instead of It Happens. Or well, I guess it happens is a little like a uh, little Woody Allen ish. Like it happens, because I don't. I don't think that they could have called it "Attack of the Killer Trees." Right. Plant life gets ready to kick your ass. Or the event. How about the event? I believe that the original, like he tried to call it the Green Event or something. The like Green that. Event. <laughs> something to do with the screenplay had a name that was a little bit more uh, fitting. Say. The green event is what I always call it when I switch my diet to all uh, salad. That's the next day. The next day I have a green event. <laughs> I thought that they should have called it the grass blades. Leaves of grass, my ass. <laughs> Whitman. Uh, I guess the killing fields was also already spoken for. Yeah. So that's. Uh, and there's the, not really there's only a field here and there. Yeah. The happening is a dumb title, though, because it's like, hey, man, sure. <laughs> the happening. Yeah. And, Groovy. you know, with the title and all of that, and like when we were struggling over where the budget went, we also have to consider one thing. This was a Fox movie. Oh, no. So He doesn't really get to choose the title or how much it costs. <laughs> 
uh, maybe he barely gets to choose what it's about. No, I'm pretty sure you're M. Night Shyamalan. This is peak M. Night Shyamalan. This is 2008 when people still believed in him. This is, I would say that this is where he's starting to, you know, lose confidence in himself a little bit. Yeah, I think so too. And you can tell that from the screenplay. Like, he went to Fox and was like, here's my new movie. And they're like, no. <laughs> so he had to come back and rewrite it and cut it down to 90 minutes. And then this is what we get instead. Oh, good. It still made money, but uh-huh. um, it's he's obviously shaky in his writing. Uh, he is not trying to tell us things. In general or just this movie? For this one... So in uh, Lady in the Water, the other one we did, like he had done no wrong to that point, right? Remember to the point that he puts himself in the movie as the Messiah. He makes a pretty big statement on people in general, where yes. everybody sucks except for M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, that's the thing is that he's all of a sudden he had done no wrong, and so he's real preachy in Lady in the Water. Right. In this one, the dialogue's like, I'm just gonna put words here because when I told people what I thought, they called me an asshole. It's it's like as if Donald Trump wrote the fucking screenplay. I mean, it is word salad. Like nothing lines up. You could eat word salad. Yeah, that's true. This isn't even and then word have salad. a green event. Yeah, this is like. Yeah, I think you're giving too many props to Trump there. <laughs> I don't think that don't that think... man can write a coherent sentence if he tried. Watch this movie again, Jackie. And he it's doesn't. So... He says. Uh, and he makes sounds when he talks so i i don't i don't think you know what you're talking about okay obviously so you're saying that m night Shyamalan wrote a better screenplay than what donald trump could write yes donald trump yes Mm. because his show was the apprentice Uh, and i watched that a couple of times and it was awful yeah he didn't write that jackie sam yeah see Uh, reality tv star writing credits only uh she's all that and Stuart little Stuart little's pretty decent Shyamalan? Yeah. Wrote Stuart Little. Little. Yeah, and she's Get all right that. out of town. And she's all that. Well, she's, come on. That was okay for it a teen okay. movie. Come on. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr.? Yeah. It's okay for it's what it is. okay. It's really stupid. Uh, anyways, The Happening, it, this particular one, though, I would say is, like, as much as I hate Lady in the Water because he's an asshole sure. and says that we fucking suck. He has something to say. He made his statement, and it's coherent. This is just jumbled mess yeah. where every single character can't even reinforce their own thing that they're saying. They're like, what's going on? I don't know. That's the entire script of this movie. What's those people doing? I don't know. What are you up to? I don't know. There's a. It, it just seems like he's really shaken by the experience in Lady in the Water. And mm-hmm. this one is like he's forgotten. He's gun shy. He's letting Fox make all the moves for him. He forgot the thing that he did that we liked so much in The Sixth Sense. Show us, don't tell us. He's telling us without showing us this entire time. Oh, there is nothing that is being shown in this movie. Nothing. Well, and even the characters are not well developed. You can't get on board with any of them. You're just like, you don't fucking care if they die. No, because they're just, they're like, Wahlberg's character is supposed to be, I guess, smart. He's a science teacher. And that's the end of it. Like, that's all you can say about his character. But there's he's like a science teacher shots where he's supposed to be working things out in his brain. But then what he tells the audience is, again, I don't know. What should we do now? Hold on. Give me a minute. Uh, well, we need an answer. My answer is, I don't know. Yeah. It- I'm just saying to not to cut you off there, Sammy. But before we move all away from the science teacher thing. 
My high school science teacher was also the basketball coach, and he didn't care about hell yeah fuck, fuck about yeah. science. All he cared about was the basketball team. Yeah, ours did so, both. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. I don't think he's a good science teacher, though. In Jackie's sort of defense of what she's talking about, like he doesn't seem to when he's teaching the science class, he's being a butthole. He's being a total butthole. He doesn't. He's not decisive in the movie. Like there seems to be another like where he's unsure of everything when he's making this movie. He's unsure of that character because. Half the time he's supposed to be figuring out, he never does. And the other half, he's a total victim of circumstance. Right. So which is it? Right. And then him, his relationship, the the this marriage drama that we have to go through because it's plot relevant. I don't know. Is that the twist? Is this marriage struggle between Zoe Deschanel's character and Mark Wahlberg? Like, why is this even in the fucking movie at all? But their relationship basically is also what's going on between us. I don't know. Maybe there wasn't enough chemistry and she's kind of a cold fish. So they were like, okay, we're going to write this in as problems. You are making a very strong inference for the sake of, I guess, comedy for this podcast. But really what the film tells us, they don't even know what their own problems are. I went on a date with a guy. Okay. I don't know if I like that or don't like that. He doesn't know what people's problems are. (laughs) And the only time he... He at least stays away from that for the most part. But when he does try to, like, turn these people into people, it doesn't work. Because and they don't fucking know. Because he doesn't know. I And I didn't really think this was going to work in until we watched this, but um, because he makes some really poor attempts at comedy periodically uh, through this thing. Yes. C-3PO level of comedy. He's on uh, Norm MacDonald's business. Hmm? And, yeah, I'm Norm s- MacDonald has him because I think that he's probably doing a Netflix movie. So he's on his business is the Norm McDonald has a show. Oh, he's on his show. Sure. Okay. okay. Uh, so Norm McDonald has no idea what to do with him half the time, but there's a real, what I was able to gather watching him for an hour, talk to Norm McDonald. This is a really nice guy that has no idea what comedy is. Sure. Like he was, it wasn't just that it was like, Oh wow. These are things that I've never thought about comedy. It was like, he was, in this whole new world and was wandering around it just like starlit. Whether you think Norm MacDonald is funny or not is irrelevant to my next question. Why is Norm MacDonald having M. Night Shyamalan on his show? That's what I'm guessing is he's probably doing a Netflix movie. It seems like half of Norm MacDonald's guests are forced on him by Netflix and the other half he gets to choose. Okay. All right. Ugh. And then, like, why... Again, what point does M. Night Shyamalan say... You know what? I'll think I'll sprinkle in some comedy in here. Dude, it's okay if it's not your thing, buddy. You know? Maybe don't do that. Sure. But like, why? None of it. Like, that's what I'm saying. He seems so confused in writing this. Like, he's having an existential crisis as a writer, and none of it works. Yeah. Um. Back to Jax here. Um. How are the costumes? Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, how are the costumes? Hmm. <laughs> How are Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel's clothes, Jackie? <laughs> that green thing towards the tail end showed off the showed off the twins. Okay, <laughs> Deschanel. I'm gonna yeah. give props to whoever handed her that little corduroy number. Uh, Jackie, do you like Zoe Deschanel? How? Oh, or are you well, just indifferent? It's okay if you're indifferent about her. I, I, you know, I was actually thinking about this after the movie was over. Like, do I like her? Because I, I liked her in Elf. Okay, sure, sure, sure. And. I watched a couple of episodes of the the new girl, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, and she was she was kind of funny in that. Okay, all right. Uh, but then I've seen her in other movies, 
like with the Jim Carrey thing where she's on the scooter. I can't remember which one that was. I don't remember that at all. Or maybe that was Steve Carell. I can't remember. Yeah. But where she's tried to do some more serious things and but be quirky at the same time mm-hmm. with a ukulele. And I'm like, oh, God, the ukulele. What the fuck? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's not a diverse character and she's got a very blank face. She, oh, I mean, she's got the blankest of faces. So. I don't know. Like she, she tries to convey emotion to the audience, but she just can only express quirky happiness. Exactly. She cannot express a, a deeper emotion than that on her face because her face is stonewalled. There's a shot where we're supposed to connect with her as the audience with her family drama, because again, there's family drama inside of this natural disaster movie. Because M. Night Shyamalan's marriage is so perfect that he can't imagine his wife having dessert with someone that she works with. Well, she lied about it. But anyways, we'll get into that later. But there's this shot of her. It's a close up on her face. And we're supposed to be like, oh, my gosh, she's feeling so much about like, what have I done with my life? And man, I love my family and or my husband because it's not her family. But like we're supposed to really sympathize with this character. And you're looking at a woman who has got a blank face. And it would be great for comedy if you're like, whoa, look at this blank face. It's so quirky. But we're like supposed to be like, oh, man, that's getting pretty emotional. And you can't connect with her in any way. Your answer to yourself is, do you like her? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, you like her in Elf, but in (laughs) Uh, this movie, no. No, no. She's a a tough cat, like. She's a particular cast. Let's mm-hmm. put her there. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's fine to look at. She's got. She's a very good singer, uh, and she is you very need to beautiful. Put her in the yeah. right roles. Yeah, this is not the right role. No, I'm sorry. This is a bad cast, guys. Uh, I think like, Wahlberg's a bad cast in this. Uh, yeah, and it's written for him. The script was written for Mark Wahlberg. It was with written him for him in the lead. Now, why would you do such a thing? I don't know. Hmm. I get well because you want to put butts in seats. I guess, yeah, that's one ticket. Well, I think there's another like maybe Fox said you're writing a movie for Wahlberg. Wahlberg's like, okay, I got to do this movie because he regrets doing it. Yeah. He said so, right? But at the same time, it was written for him, and he also said, well, I got to play a science teacher instead of an action guy. Yeah. And see, and my thought was before you even said that was, if it was written for Wahlberg, why weren't there any action sequences? You know, where he saves people from right. a crashing train right. Right. or, yeah. you know, oh, my God, here comes a thing. And he's grabbing some old lady and throwing her over his shoulder and firearming her down the right, right, right down the field and saving somebody. And there was just none of that. So I and I like Mark Wahlberg as an actor. And I thought Sometimes. he and I thought he did OK. I mean, this movie was Wait, a you turd. thought he did OK. He, the, is, he had like four lines, he dude. He is awful, He's Jackie. Awful. He blows every single one of them. He was nominated for the Razzie. He is not okay. This is his worst performance. And he didn't know what to do with it. And Shyamalan didn't know what to do with him. And what you do with him when you're not making him action guy... Or he's not looking stoic. Mm-hmm. You make him yell. Yeah, he yells at people better than most Hollywood actors. That sure. guy can yell on screen for like that's all he does in The Departed is yell obscenities, mm-hmm. and he's fucking brilliant. He's awesome in it. Yeah, uh, he also it, back to his comment about well, I'm neither a crook or a cop. Wasn't Huckabee's out before this? Yeah. So he does. When Huckabee's, he yells a lot. Right, right, right. Yeah. But if you're looking for a role where you're, you already did that, Mark, you're fine. Kind you've of. Checked, you've checked the ballot box 
one time and you killed it. You're the best fucking part of that movie. Well, I don't know, man. The whole movie's good in general, but hasn't he been a fireman a few times now, though? Yeah, I guess if you want to count that uh, a particular film I like to talk about called Deepwater Horizon. <laughs> He's a fireman in that. Well, I mean, he he fights a fire. It's an exploding oil rig. You know, know what I mean? You know, you're you're on fire, man. <laughs> Fire man. <laughs> yeah, it's fire comma man, but you know, whatever. Uh, and I believe it's fire person, Sam. How dare you? Um, <laughs> what else do you know about this movie? Deepwater Horizon? Deepwater I know. Horizon or, no, uh, the, the happening. I mean, I would rather talk about anything else. Yeah, but, go ahead, Sam. Well, what, what, else, what have I you mean, got? I mean, actually, we've burned through a lot of it, but again, on his sort of knowing that he's only got so long a leash, first time he's made a movie under two hours. First time he's right. rated, a, rated R movie on demand, they made him make it rated R. He obviously didn't know how to do that. When right, we're watching yeah, it, yeah. he did not know how to make this uh-huh. rated R because he tried. And it's like, I guess it's like they had to ask the MPAA to get an R on right. this. I feel that way, too. Think, is there a single sequence the where there's people off. dying and somebody goes, holy fuck. Maybe he, when the kid gets shot with a shotgun. That's it. No, kid, he yells or, the kid's name. He doesn't swear there. No, he doesn't. No, the the scene, the actual visual visual. Right. Under- effects of a kid getting blown out with a shotgun or the very, I don't know, it's like kind of a close up of the second kid who gets shot in the head yeah. at the bullet hole area of that. The- Maybe. I don't. Yeah. I agree with Sam. It does feel like they had to ask the MPA to be like, make it our otherwise that we got nothing because it's pretty, it's pretty not Ari. And the way that that the guy getting eaten by the lions at the zoo barely fits uh-huh. it's almost like they asked the mpaa to make it r and the mpaa says well give us something else and he's like this guy's arm came off on the screen they're like fine, fine. it's rated r god get out of we our office back and put this shot in and it's now a rated r yeah movie. because there's a lot a lot of the sequences of gore other than where jackie says the kid gets blown away on the porch is not relevant to the plot it's just pasted in yeah so I, I think that's exactly what happened, or at least it's a good theory. Sure. Uh, he also was able to, versus his usual expanded shoots, he, he ran this shit together, got it all shot in 44 days. Oh, not wow. bad. Not bad. Yeah. Pretty quick for uh, $50 million. Yep. 44 days, $50 million, and uh, made 168. Good Lord. Poof. Ball. <laughs> I mean, that's seriously like Monster or Go-Go making $10 million yeah. in 1963. What the fuck? It made 30 domestically and 30 foreign its opening weekend, so it oh. really made its money back on uh. opening weekend. Oh, my God. And it's just uh. because of Wahlberg and Shyamalan. That's it. Yes. My God. Because I think, if, I mean, I remember when this came out and I had a couple of friends like, oh, are you going to go see that? I'm like, well, I don't, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not, <laughs> sir. Uh then they went and saw it, but like it seemed like it had completely died out by week three. Right. But it didn't matter because no. everybody had already gone and seen it yeah. by week three. All right. It's like, oh, you have to go to this. And it also probably helped that the week, it was up against Hulk. Yeah. Which oh. didn't, is really bad. It didn't finish as well as Hulk the opening weekend, mm-hmm. but it probably pushed on for those three weeks a little bit yeah. better. Hulk's not good. That's not, it's not the happening. That's for sure. Um, are we ready, guys, here? Otherwise, what else does Sam have? Torn. Anything? Well, no, I think most of it that I was talking about was just sort of that, like, his faltering as a writer, and he was very unsure of himself when he was making this, and you can tell by watching it. So I he, think that's the real main story behind this film, beyond it being a total pile, 
is that he himself just didn't know what to do with this thing. They make him make it rated R. They make him spend this much money. He knows he's on thin ice. He has to shoot it faster than he usually shoots it. And uh, this is what we get. Yep. Do you think that those lions in the movie, do you, do you think that they were trained to rip people's arms off? To uh, you're, watch are, people's arms fall off? Are, are you just buying time? Like, are you are you punting here? Like, are you delaying me talking about how much stuff happens in this movie? <laughs> Jackie's like, he's got five things written down. I need, to, I need to do a song and dance. Yeah, I'm watching the timer going, oh, no. <laughs> this, this podcast is supposed to be an hour and a half. Fuck. We'll pick it up on the back end, Jackie. Yeah, we'll get it in I, post, I, just like they did with this yeah, podcast. Right. <laughs> Clouds. That's how I'm starting the synopsis. Clouds. I accuse these clouds of being character generated. Uh, character generated? Computer hey. generated, sorry. <laughs> character generated. I accuse these clouds of being the credits that are next to them and not them themselves. There is character generation in this sequence, though. Nor, like, while I was watching these clouds during the credit sequence, I was thinking, okay, I probably, I mean, it's really stupid. It's taking a really long time, but I could probably skip it. But. I'm going to go back to it because if you, you know, remember in this film, it's not about climate change. It's not about global warming. It's not about acid rain. It's not about the ozone disappearing. It's about the invasion of trees, territory, their habitat, right? Yeah. Why clouds? I don't know. Why not shots of the forest or something? Like even fucking Slenderman at least got that right. I mean, or a tree with a switchblade. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, you get the big trees, and they get machetes, right, and, like, uh, meat cleavers, and then you've got, like, the little trees that are just growing, and they got switchblades. It makes me feel like this is a Neil Breen movie, these credits. Oh, yes. Like, yeah. This yeah. is very Breen-esque, and especially, I think Faithful Finding starts out with cloud credits, which was the yeah. same year, so either one's stealing from the other. You don't want to be associated with Neil Breen. <laughs> I mean, I do because I think he's neat. Sure, but anyways, what would you do if you showed up at your house, Neil Brain? Um, I would be like, do you know I'm like Shyamalan? He'd be like, no, and I'd be like, all right, come on inside. Um, <laughs> take your shirt off. Let's hug. <laughs> I've never had sex with a man, and you won't by the end of this. Right. <laughs> um, but we'll feel a lot closer to each other. For some reason. Cut to Central Park. Sure. Uh, there's two ladies on a bench. There, it, it's busy park time. You know, it's Central Park. It's, I don't think it's ever not busy. I mean, even at night, there's plenty of people getting stabbed by homeless guys, right? Looking for uh, crack cocaine. So it's always busy. Uh, anyways, it's, it's the middle of the day. It's 830, which isn't the middle of the day. That's morning. Um, these ladies are sitting on the bench watching people go by. And there's some words that happen uh, that aren't really sentences. The one says, I can't remember where I am in the book. The other one tells her, but that's not the important part. The important part is that the opening shot in this film has lines of dialogue that don't accelerate the plot. One, uh -huh. but two, are delivered in a way that there's only two words to describe. Blow it. <laughs> like, both of the actresses in this scene, blow it. This is their op the establishing shot of this film. Is two people blowing, blowing it. it on their line. Well, and not to mention that the one hears a scream, uh -huh. and she's like, did you hear that? And the other one's checked out now. Yeah, and she starts looking around, and everybody's 
frozen or they're slowing down i see blood there's people are covering themselves in blood scratching their faces and their eyes out and then it cuts to people who are standing still are standing still (laughs) none of those things are happening yeah so i thought she was being delusional at this point like right 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 right. like maybe these uh moms these soccer moms have been doing a little peyote sure so they do touch on that later that you know, it's going to have some parts of the cor- cerebral cortex that cause hallucinations or something. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But that line of dialogue happens so long after this lady flubs this line that doesn't mean anything that you you can no longer connect that she was hallucinating. You're just like in the scene going, what is she talking about? Nothing is happening. I disagree with you. After watching the whole movie, I'm still questioning this because the very next thing that happens is her she's like claire claire are you, are you even listening to me there's people slabbering themselves in blood and eating feces and claire reaches into her hair and grabs a a, a hair pick i guess and stabs herself in the throat it's a knitting needle okay that's fine um i don't want to have fine. i don't want to have prop talk while i'm trying to make a statement about <laughs> sure. something about the rules of this film because what has transpired is a lady has a hallucination goes to her friend who has been paused and then her friend stabs herself in the throat. Sure. Who's infected? Because there's two different symptoms that are happening. You get paused and then unpause and kill yourself or you hallucinate. Not the person who is hallucinating kills themselves. It's two different symptoms. Maybe. Who's sick in this scenario? Sometimes they do other things. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. No. If this toxin infects everybody, affects their cerebral cortex in the exact same manner, then these symptoms are always going to be the same. You and get paused, pull your hair pick out, and kill yourself. That's that's the point of the toxin, not hallucinate. Wait, what is Claire hallucinating? Well, it might be that she doesn't have that fear of death like a normal human being, and so it just makes her hallucinate that the world is deteriorating around her, uh-huh. whereas everybody else is like, my biggest fear is dying. So I'm going to kill myself? Yeah. Maybe. Well, yeah because it didn't... switches the way that you think about things. Like, you do everything you can not to die. Oh? But when this poison enters your system, it switches you around. So you're yeah. like, I I will do anything to die. So that's why people are walking backwards, because it's the backward. You were walking forward, and then you suddenly start yeah. walking backwards. So it's the, it's opposite day, the it's movie. opposite day. <laughs> Until yep. you die. Oh, that sucks. Yep. Oh, man. Two notes down, Jackie, and you've cracked the case. <laughs> well, she's right. They kind of talk about how that that's how it works. It's backwards day. Yeah. That yep. sucks. They have a shot of the UN when they're saying it. <laughs> to lend credibility to it. Yeah. <laughs> they, you know, they make it sound scientific, but yeah. it really is just opposite day. Uh, it's opposite day, everybody. <laughs> Run for the hills. I mean, walk to the hills? Well, drive. No, don't drive. What are we doing opposite? Yeah. God damn it. They they shot themselves at the end of opposite <laughs> day, too. So I guess there's that. Yep. Uh, okay. Um. Uh, so elsewhere in New York City, there's some guys that are doing some construction and, uh, hey, hey Pete, uh, what did you have for lunch today? A tuna fish again. <laughs> and then their coworkers just start jumping off the building. The people could have fallen off the building with no lines of dialogue, and this would have worked better. Right. Like, God damn it. 
give it up for Roland Emmerich because at least he has dumb stuff like, oh, the family connection and all that. But the people who are dying in mass don't have any of that. No, they don't. Yeah, so at least he gets that right. Um, It's pretty dumb. It's dumb. They don't... Is Again, it, with it rated R... Is it scary? We see... We almost see them hit the ground. We right. see the aftermath. Yeah. He doesn't know how to show it. He can't. He's he's afraid to show us having these people die and actually solidly getting that rated R. Is it frightening is my point. No. Well, it is if you're a pedestrian. <laughs> I mean, not to be a dick, but... Well, there, was, there wasn't any pedestrians there because it was all blocked off. But I guess if it's opposite day, you would totally ignore that. You'd be pedestrianing underneath the falling bodies. Right. Um, anyways, I remember the trailer of this movie and I remember these people falling off the building as one of the, like the big, whoa, things about the trailer. Like, why are all these people doing that? And the trailer again was scarier than the film because you get to this point in the film and you're like, that's really stupid. In the trailer, there was a lot of people jumping off buildings Uh and the poster had like people falling from the sky everywhere. The movie has like two guys that are on the ground after they did it. Uh-huh. And that's it. Yeah. Well, and the one goes into the dumpster. Yeah. And then they do the upward shot and you see what, like four or five of them jump off. But they never hit. Yeah, right. but they never hit. So it and it just cuts away from that scene. Like, okay. Yeah. No, it's not frightening at all. Uh, we finally get introduced to Wahlberg. As we said, he's a science teacher. And I quote science in air quotes um, because... He goes on this thing about the bees disappearing, the honeybees. They're all gone now, yeah. and uh, nobody knows what's up. And he's, like, asking the students what could be the cause, and they're giving him legitimate answers. And he's like, nope, nope, not that, nope, not that, nope, not that. What about you, handsome Jake? And Jake is like, Duh, I don't know. And Mark Wahlberg goes, that is 100% correct. Correct. I don't know either. (laughs) I don't know. Sometimes there just isn't answers, kids. Science, goddammit. That's the foundation of sciences. Never asking why. Yeah, that's Just saying, I don't know. (laughs) Or just that you're like, oh, you know, I was reading an Omni, and they've come up with this unanswerable question. When I ask it to a bunch of 16-year-olds and see if they can fucking figure it out, right? Well, my favorite is that how he gets them interested in science is, you know that your nose and your ears grow a certain amount every year. Yeah, to insult Jake's vanity. Yeah. And the kid's like, and I mean, yeah, I was a little more interested in science after he said that. Like, holy fuck, is my nose going to get as big as my grandma's? Yep, it will. You're going to have a big snoot and you're going to have hairs coming out at the end of it with a big mole. Uh, well, this whole scene is supposed to set him up like he's like the Patch Adams of teaching. Right. right? He's like this great teacher because the principal shows up and he does this thing where he hides from her, turns on because he's on the student side. He's one of them. And it's all of this like, wow, we're now introduced to Mark Wahlberg, a.k.a. the greatest science teacher high school has ever seen. The scene's like, wow, this guy's the shittiest science teacher he I have ever seen. the worst science teacher ever, because what did he teach them about science? Nothing. The opposite of science. <laughs> He's already infected with the toxins. <laughs> well, come on now. He had that Einstein thing on the board, which is, hey, if the bees disappear, then human life's only got four more years. 
Einstein said that. Yeah, that was the quote. It's like, uh, accredited to Einstein, who said, and I quote, and it was in quotes. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. If the bees go, then we only have four more years. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to pull an Alex Jones on that one and say, mm. Mm, I don't know if that's correct. I'd say, quote. Um, anyways, yeah, the vice principal comes in and she's like, oh, my God, you need to come into the gymnasium real quick. We're having a teacher conference. Uh, that's backwards where they're like, OK, shit's going down. So we're supposed to send the students that we left unattended <laughs> <Right>. home <laughs> and then we'll get back to this later, which is at actual schools. They send you home. Then they have the meeting. Right. Well, not to mention that every kid in there probably has a cell phone. It's a high school. In 2008, I don't know. They, uh, they've they all seen the guys falling off the building at this point. That's true. Well, no, this is in Philadelphia. It hasn't infected Philadelphia yet, right? In Philadelphia, people are jumping off of... You know, um, uh, mm, they mm, kicked... Uh, no. Nope, not cool, dude. No. Brotherly love, man. And leprechauns that swear, <laughs> giant swearing leprechauns, and steak sandwiches. And steak sandwiches. I'll swear by the giant leprechauns. Um, so she, they tell them about the event, and we got to close the school down. Uh, I, I don't know if there's like, did anybody get if there's like a national broadcast like. The air raid sirens ring, and like we gotta every they're evacuating the town. Or did they these individuals just make the decision to get out of town? There's no evacuation for Philadelphia. They have okay. decided to leave town because okay. uh, the York. math teacher huh? has a, a mom who lives out in the country, and he's like, "Hey, come with us. It's going to be safer than here in the city." And Mark Wahlberg's like, "Yeah, okay, we'll go." Why would they think that anything's going to happen to Philly? Because it's a large city. Yeah. But they don't know that yet. Anytime that you have a terrorist attack. They don't even know if it's a terrorist attack. They don't. But at the same time, if you're living in Philly and, and they evacuate Manhattan Island, you're like, we should maybe think about going somewhere. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. They've never done it, right? Like, yeah. New York's never been evacuated. So that I know of. I'm hitting uh, Mac Dennison Charlie's place <laughs> during the happening. They know what to do, right? Yeah. It's too bad this didn't happen in, uh, you know, the mid-90s. Why is that? Because you could have just gone to Pittsburgh. There wasn't a living plant in Pittsburgh in the mid-90s for 100 oh, miles. Got oh, it. Wow. got it. Yep. Yeah, oh, ecological pretty, disaster. Yeah, very funny. Um, So, they're like, get the heck out of town. We're leaving. They get on a bus. Um. Or not a, bu- a bus, a train. They're going to the train station. Leg was almost there. He's like, come on with me. I've got the tickets. And there's awkward family drama again that we're going to skip over because it's just not plot relevant about her cheating on whatever. Um, and so they get on the train. But the train eventually stops in Filbert, Pennsylvania. Sure. The most trees I've ever seen. Right. Like, there's parks and shit in these big cities, but they're fucking concrete. Like... There's not a lot of plants in these cities, and so they're escaping to places where there's nothing but plants. Yeah, indeed. It's so weird, like, why he chose to set the geography this way. But anyways, it's a good thing they got out of town because the happening has hit Philadelphia. Uh, A cop shoots himself in the forehead right between the eyes. Uh, It doesn't work like that. And then Sal picks up his gun. Taxi driver shoots himself. Well, they had to have a conversation (laughs) that people don't have beforehand, too. How's the weather? I don't know. Yeah. 
Looking good today. No, I'm not. Okay, <laughs> bore. Those aren't words. Yep, we're friends. I don't know you. I'm going to shoot myself. That's That actually worked better than what happened on screen. The guy could have tap danced on the hood and it would have made more sense. Yeah, exactly. Well, and the bullet hole from the cop uh-huh. spurts out. Yeah. Post-production, Post-production blood. blood. Yeah. Waited our police blood. Oh, wait. That wasn't his, really, his real brain blood. <laughs> no and shit. then... The second guy who shoots himself, uh-huh. Sal, 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 the taxi driver. I think Sam should take this one because he's the one that noticed, and <laughs> I made Justin back it up so I could see it. I don't like the second time he didn't hit his head or anything. I think he hit his knee uh-huh. when he was going down, and so like he's trying to be dead, but he's wincing in pain, <laughs> like something really hurt bad. And that was the best version of the shot they had, so it's on there. Guys falling down. He's he's. Shot himself dead, but it hurts so bad that he just can't stop <laughs> wincing and writhing noticeably on screen. M9, I, I think I winced on yeah. screen. 44 days, pack it up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is a Fox movie. You, get it, you got three chances and then we're moving. You fucked it up. That's your deal. They call him old one take Sal. Um, so they get off the train. The train's like, I, I don't know why we're stopped. And you know what? I don't know what we're doing, but uh, we're going to cut that scene off because there's no explanation why the train stops. It just stops. Go on about your business, dude. Figure out your own shit. We're figuring out ours. They go well, to a- the train people tell them uh-huh. we've lost contact. So what? So we're not moving forward. And okay. I think that that's a safety thing because they're not sure where the tracks are set and they don't want to have a train wreck. Yeah. So they have to stop. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think she's right. Isn't there like like uh, like tracking software that they have on the side of the train? If they can't get into contact, I'm sure that's down to like maps type stuff. That uh, 2008, dude. Well, like more scored through the tracks. Their something? shit's down. They can't get it. They have All to right. stop. The shit is down. We have to stop in Filbert, Pennsylvania. You people go on about your business. Okay. So they go to a diner. There's tons of people crammed into this diner, and it's on the news. It's on fucking Fox News and then CNN. Oh, Boston's down now, too. Is it terrorists? I don't know. Or is it birds? Or is it... We don't know anything. And so they're like, okay, well, let's get some food. And somebody has a video of the lion attack. A YouTube video that has been uploaded of a guy who goes into the lion cell or the lion cell. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, it is that it's a cell. Um, And uh, then says here, lions eat my arms. (laughs) And they just his arms fall off when the lions bite the arm. They don't attack him. They don't claw him. They don't jump on his back like, you know, like you see in the nature videos. He's just like. Here you go. He gives he, the, the lions his arms. One of the lions sort of jerks his arm and it comes off. It just comes right off. I'm glad the arms don't really do that because <laughs> I wouldn't have arms left. Right. Man, I closed that door pretty hard and my arm came off. My arm came off. <laughs> well, at that point, you'd hope you had like a lizard arm where it just kind of grow back. And not to mention after his arms come off, we don't see the lions attack him and he dies from it. He may have been okay just with no arms. Sure. And becomes one with the They come off that easy, just put them back on. <laughs> Nothing a little duct tape can't fix. Yeah, it's such a it's the shittiest post-production video ever. Um 
So the power goes off in the diner, and everyone's like, we got to get out of here. There's a place 90 miles away that this isn't happening at. Well, it's not happening here either, dipshit. Except for the power. Well, there is this map of the edge of it the entire time. The border. Yeah. The bo- then it's like the police border. Right. Like the plants are following. We don't know that yet, but it's obviously the, the trees. Uh, they Because we've been shown trees so many fucking times by now that it can't be anything else. Right. Right. Um, the, they're following police jurisdiction lines. Right. They've negotiated like, a, a a treaty with the trees. It's a treaty, literally. Oh. Um, it's, it says you shall not pass trees you do your thing and we'll do our thing on the other side but yeah. no that's not how fucking airborne illnesses work you stupid you know they're gonna stop right there as long as the duke boys get on the other side of the county line with this whiskey you're never gonna catch them looks like duke boys have got themselves a real, real jam <laughs> oh they're gonna get out of this one they're gonna jump that car they're gonna jump the car because that gets every problem fixed in life Yuck you um yeah so <laughs> So they everybody runs out and goes to this ninety this is, miles away place again. Another wonderful little piece of the film where they were all left there by train, and then some guys like we got to get out of here, so they all leave by car, right in different the directions people, too. By the way, yeah, nobody's going to the whichever direction it may be. If these people had cars, they wouldn't have been there to begin they wouldn't with. Wouldn't have been there to begin with. Oh my god! So they're stranded. Team Wahlberg stranded, and Leg was almost like. Hey, I got this opportunity to not be in this movie anymore. Sure. Um, I'm going to go jump in the car with these guys because they're headed to Princeton where my wife is at. So will you take my kid and she can be your kid for the rest of this because we all know I'm going to die. Yeah. Um, and well, not to mention that he scars the kid for life right before he leaves by saying, your mommy was picking up a dollhouse for your birthday and that's why she got stuck and died. Yeah, it's your fault. Because you she decided little bitch. to... Leave the train station to go get a very large birthday item mm-hmm. during an evacuation. Right, right. Hey, man, birthdays, you only get one a year. <laughs> sure. And uh, and he also, after that, was like, I'm going to give you to this lady. Hey, lady, you better not screw this up because I don't like you. And I know that you don't really like kids in front of her. Here is the entire movie that I am going to infer. He he doesn't necessarily like zoe deschanel or thinks she's cheating on mark Wahlberg, or i don't know what his beef is but she grabs the daughter's hand and he says don't grab her hand unless you mean it which mean what mean to grab her hand i did mean to grab her hand that's why it's in my hand right now but i think what he's saying is like unless you're gonna protect her for life or something like that like yeah, you love her forever none of this Test in the water with your toes, lady. You either jump in the pool or you don't. Okay, I'm jumping in the pool of making sure your daughter is getting in the car by grabbing her hand and putting in the car. Yeah. Whatever I'm doing, I'm being not as stupid as you right now. Right, uh, but we're going to come back to hand-holding later. So, um, so they split up. Leguizamo gets in this Jeep. Uh, they're driving down the road. They're see they see some landscapers who have hung themselves. That was a cool effect. I did like this one. Effect? effect? Uh well, the like a death coming uh, upon dead bodies. The thing. effect upon you, as it were. Why why is it cool? 
Because all the other dead bodies were just laying down on the road. Uh-huh. Had- this one required some fucking effort. Like, maybe the trees reached down, grabbed these motherfuckers. No, the trees don't reach down, Jackie. The people killed themselves. They, they hung themselves by the waist with hoses. Right? That was the other problem I had with this, was that they weren't hung by the neck. Like, they were wrapped around their torsos. Right? They're just like suspending themselves from the trees like Wee! and as they're pulling up we see plenty of lawnmowers which Parts. we find out later is one of the preferred methods for suicide sure that the trees tell us to do it doesn't make any sense it's not a cool effect it stinks Jackie. and the lawnmowers are very orderly parked <laughs> right too, like yeah like it's a used lawnmower shop <laughs> on the side of the road it is indeed like that anyways so they're like oh my god the happening is here um Let's we get need out to- and dance. This is psychedelic. Yeah. Um, that lady doesn't have pants on. <laughs> that lady's painted circles around her boobs. Is that Andy Warhol? Whoa. Um, <laughs> hey, I hate Andy Warhol. Okay. Never say that again. All right. Oh, oh I can't no. say Andy Warhol. Or whatever. <laughs> I don't have sex with anyone. <laughs> How about Dandy Warhol? Um the Dandy Warhols. Yeah. You know, mm. That's where I was going with that. Yeah. I like that band. Sam, you were so passe. Um, so he's like, we got to seal this Jeep up so that the happening doesn't get us. And you no can't. No one says, <laughs> seal a Jeep up? That's yeah, right. Can't do that. It's not a hard top Jeep even. <laughs> Good luck. You'll be the first one ever. So they get happened. Uh, yeah. Well, only because there is a small tear in the top of the Jeep. That's the only reason, yeah. Either way, they get I don't think that's the only reason, but the physics of their death is quite confusing. There is five people inside of this Jeep, three in the back seat. Lego was almost up front Already, with the driver. Three people don't fit in the back of a Jeep. Right. And nope. they crash into a tree, the driver and somebody from the backseat goes through the front window, bypassing Leguizamo on the way out, which I guess let's just say he wore a seatbelt. Sure. But how the person in the back didn't just crash into the back of his head and they both die from brain injury? I don't know. Uh, and then he gets out and cuts his wrist. <laughs> he's fine. Like, he's just like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Let uh, me kill myself now. Right. In the road. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a real dumb death. Um, Team Wahlberg is, uh, they, they've cooked up with this nursery dude who's got a, a, a Jeep Grand Cherokee. And hot dogs. And hot. This guy fucking loves dick dogs. <laughs> it's a lot of... You guys like dick dogs? I like dick dogs. I brought a bunch of dick dogs it's with comedy. me. comedy. Yeah, I think this was his is attempt it? at comedy, and it just was like, this is not funny. It's weird is what it is. It's not funny, and, and yes, you. I, I guess you could either take it one of two ways. It's a stab at comedy, uh-huh. or well, it's alluding... It's a stab at it. It's a stabbing it. <laughs> it's a stabbing it's a at it. Comedy. Or it's a, an attempt to make this couple look cr- like creepers that are eventually going to kill them and make them plant food. I couldn't. I like. I think the creepiness is supposed to be sort of like he's a little bit of an eccentric guy type thing because he's the one that comes up with the essentially the. the figuring out the happening he's he's the vehicle to mark Wahlberg going maybe it is the trees maybe it is the plants yeah he knows a lot about each character knows a lot about different things whenever the movie needs us to know about different right things. but you can't just have the entire plot revealed at this point you know this is only halfway through the movie maybe we should make him a little kooky so that you know 
people are is that the plot of the movie or is it not you know so you can have a twist later at yeah. night no a twist Ugh. even though you've showed us the trees with music telling us that they're evil yep and this guy just said yeah it's the trees uh, but i like hot dogs yeah, but so do maybe it's him? not do you trust him because he likes hot dogs so much you're an asshole um i like hot dogs uh and uh do we trust him i don't know man so I'm not asking you. I really like hot dogs. Sam, do we trust him? I really I like, like hot dogs. He likes hot so dogs, too. Should we too. do this? You're the only person here that doesn't like hot yeah, dogs. Yeah, no, Mark Wahlberg is the only one that doesn't like hot dogs. <laughs> no, that was Zoe Dejanel that didn't like the hot dogs. Oh, boy. Wahlberg's like, why are you even talking about hot dogs? He's I'll like, go yeah. For one, though. <laughs> I mean, he's from Boston. They like Baked beans. Yeah, they like hot dogs, right? I don't know. I don't know. Everybody likes hot dogs. So, anyways... Um, they get their stuff from the nursery or whatever, which I guess is just hot dogs. And they're driving along and they see some dead people in the road delivered also very weirdly dialogue because they're like, are those animals in the road? And the driver, the nursery guy says, hand me the binoculars. You know, the ones I use to spy on the neighbors. Yeah, his wife said that the ones you. You got the binoculars in here from when we were spying on the neighbors. So not only were they spying on their neighbors, but they got in their car to go around the other side or something to spy on their neighbors. It's very weird. Very weird. I don't see the binocular. Did he actually have them in the next shot? Or yeah. Okay. Yeah. Barely. Mark Wahlberg has them up to his face and he's like, oh, my God, that's not. It's Remember, people. He's like, it's people. And Zoe's D Chanel is supposed to be whispering, and she goes, uh, "She goes, oh my god, there's our dead bodies, dead bodies!" And the kid's like sitting right next to her, like we can't tell the kid. Yeah, uh, but pretty she's sure right the there. kid just fucking heard you, blah 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 on it. Well, they can't go that way because it's happening over there, and so they turn around because they don't like happening, and they go a different way. But then they run into an army guy at crossroads, and he's like, "Well, you can't go that way because it's happening over there." at the army base and then more cars pull up and they're like oh my god it's happening all around us uh-huh. and uh so they have like a hangout at the crossroads for a while sure. while they try to figure out what to do meet me at the crossroads so you won't be lonely is that country meet me at the crossroads no that's bones thugs and harmony stupid uh, bone thugs dude oh yeah why did you sing it in this accent though it's hard to sing that song it's gonna win everybody whoa yeah there's like eight of them doing it because they're bone thugs in harmony and harmony. Yeah, like in you, harmony. Yeah, one person no, it's cannot. Bone thugs and harmony. Who's harmony? In in and. harmony. I'm pretty sure it's and. That's ridiculous. No, they're bone thugs and they've got harmony. No, no. it's a conjunction. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> or harmony like bone thugs and harmony. Corinne, like he came and <laughs> sang with them, even though he's a director. <laughs> Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> okay, uh, no. look it up. Uh, don't need to. <laughs> okay. Fact check. All right, so all every they're surrounded, so all the roads have bodies on them, and they're like, the army guy decides that because there's bodies everywhere, they have to stay off the roads sure. and get to unpopulated areas because now he's in charge. So they all go walk through a field headed towards the border, I guess. They... to least populated to where the real estate agent says there's a very unpopulated yeah, area yeah, right 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 good point so um, the real estate agent and private pickles have decided that they're <laughs> gonna go on a walk yeah um through a bunch of plants but then the front half of the group gets 
happening at a little bit, yeah. little, a little ways down, and they all die, including the army guy. <coughs> and Wahlberg comes to the conclusion that it's not just getting to an unpopulated area; it's that their group sizes are too big, and that the wind is going to get them. So they have to outrun the wind in small groups, which they then do. Well, outrunning the wind. I don't know. Actually, it, they don't. Can you, I'm trying to think of sealing a Jeep or outrunning the wind is which one's more impossible right now. Um, Christopher, is that Christopher Cross? Gotta ride, ride like the wind. I don't know, but you can't outrun it. <laughs> you can drive you guys, faster you guys get to sing songs. It. I don't get to sing songs. <laughs> you didn't really own it. I mean, you were kind of whispering it like... I don't want to do this. It it's stupid. Christopher Cross and Harmony. Um. <laughs> and Harmony Corinne in his fine film Gummo. <laughs> no. Um, they don't outrun the wind. You can't outrun the wind. You can't outrun the wind. And so, but nothing happens when they... Get to the other side of the wind? Get winded. There's <laughs> no, they don't get happening. No. Because there's not enough of them. That's it. It's just that they're now a group of five. Yeah. Well, they said that later. Well, here's my problem. Then how the fuck did John Leguizamo die? Because there was only five fucking people in that Jeep. Well, it was already in the air. There's no wind. Even though later on, Mark Wahlberg says once it's in the air, it gets dispersed very easily. Exactly. Nope. They blew it. Rules have oh, been this broken. Is it? Yeah. No, they, no. I think they've already been broken. The rules have been clearly broken. The group size does not matter. Um, And you can't outrun the wind. They should. These people are dead, according to the rules previously established. Um, so they find a truck that leads to a house, that leads to a map, that leads to a plant. <laughs> it doesn't actually seem like any of this matters. No, it like, they just go wandering around. And they accidentally end up somewhere eventually. Uh huh. Inside this house, there's a plant. It's plastic. Mark Warblick talks to it. That sucks. It's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be funny. Once again, stabbing the comedy. It's. It's he's a scientist uh-huh. or a science teacher, and he can't spot a plastic plant nope. from six feet away. Like cannot. That's a real one. No, you can tell when they're plastic. And the only reason he talks to it is because the nursery guy said, "Yeah, plants like to be talked to in a soothing voice." He also said that about hot dogs, right? <laughs> I'm not going to kill oh, you. Yeah. I'm going to eat you. You want the mustard, don't you, hot mm-hmm. dog? But not the mayonnaise. You like that ketchup. Mm. Yeah. He only said mustard. He said, bring the condiments, bring the, condiments the mustard. <laughs> Fuck the other ones. Yeah. I mean, if you're only going to take one, I'm going to go with mustard I'm as well. I'm taking mayonnaise. I'm taking mayonnaise. I'm taking mustard. Mayonnaise on a dick dog is the only thing. Oh, no. It, for me, it's mustard. You don't even like dick dogs, so I'm pretty sure you're not the authority on what's good on a dick I dog. I like dick dogs. Mm. Oh. I'm the one that saw the you Oscar You got the Meyer. first three words right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you ever have those feelings like, bam, just got hit in the head by a dick? <laughs> Whoa. What? Nope, I never have. <laughs> I don't know if that's a feeling, Jackie. <laughs> oh, what a feeling. It just fun. When you get slapped by a dick from the ceiling. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, what Lionel a feeling. Yeah, Lionel Richie the lyrics. Yeah, he did. Okay. Uh, you're doing your best Shyamalan right now, Jackie. Um, I'm owning it, at least. Yeah. So, people start coming to this house, 
Um, and so they're like, we got to go away. There's too many people coming. It'll be a big group. So they run away. They that's when we see the guy lay in front of a lawnmower he is the manner in which he chooses to kill himself is well it's fun because he turns it on uh, and he knows this is a pretty sizable industrial lawnmower. lawnmower and he knows how to like turn it on and everything and uh, he does and he sets it on like a, a loop-de-loop course <laughs> that the lawnmower sort of takes its time getting around so that he can like figure out where to lay <laughs> And then he lays on the ground. It's coming. <laughs> and you're like, oh, finally, this movie's going to get rated R. Yeah, he's going to get chucked out of the mulcher or something. Or something. It does. It just sort of drives over. <laughs> <laughs> like he maybe forgot to turn on the blades or something. Right. But the sound is like, <laughs> like it, he's getting eaten, but there's I mean, no. You, you see some blood splash. But yeah, it's post-production blood splash. Yeah. It's awful. It's awful. But I, it is fun how long, like, oh, yes, I'm going to. The horror of this lawnmower. <laughs> Just wait, it'll get to me. Hold it. Hold, hold it. Hold on. Is it there yet? Yeah. Nope. A little bit longer. <sighs> so they find a radio tied to a fence. I don't know why it's tied to a fence. And um, a lunch pail. Yeah, and a lunch pail. It's pretty weird. Um, but they hear an emergency broadcast on where to go, and they're like, oh, it's so close. Let's get there. They find another house that's got people inside of it. They Well, it, they find out it has people inside right. of it. Right. They're like... Yeah. Well, this house has been here for a while. The windows are boarded up. Um, it's they're got not. shutters. It's got shutters. And then, and then they're like, oh, there's people inside. And then they start to ask for food. And the people are like, you get out of here. You're going to let the toxic terrorist gas in. And, and nobody goes, you don't have windows. <laughs> you just have shutters. <laughs> you are letting all the air in. It's uh, Clint Eastwood from Gran Torino. <laughs> yeah. Get off my lawn anyway. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Do you have any string cheese? This one's hungry. <laughs> I'm going to shoot your ass. Just slide it through the blinds. It's really stupid because these people freak out and shoot two children because of it. Yeah. And the guns come through the shutters. There's no sound of crashing glass. They don't have windows. They In every shot of shutters, there's nothing behind there's it. There's nothing behind These it. These people are like, the guy's going to get in here because of you people, not because of my lack of ownership of windows. <laughs> well, and, you know, he opens the door to shoot the first kid. Right. Yeah. Stay out there, gas. I got to shoot this kid. <laughs> You've been good about staying outside the windows that aren't there. Time so out. just let me open the door for a second and shoot this kid. Time out, toxins. Time out. Time out, terrorist gas. Okay, he's shot, do whatever, but don't come in through the windows that aren't there. Hey, while you're here, before you run away, have you seen any of them gay frogs? <laughs> gay frogs. Go ahead and get them. Or just tell me where they're at. Got a shotgun here. All right, so they run away. Um, and uh, <laughs> they're just, it's like supposed to be horrifying that these children are shot. Yeah. But all it's doing is just lightening the load for the script. Right. Like, okay, now you're down to the people. We knew that, need that to they be weren't going to make right? it, right? They're not, they don't have lines. They're just well, the one, two dudes. The, the second kid who gets shot, the black kid, uh-huh. he's giving Mark Wahlberg advice at one point on relationships and keeping his marriage together. Right. And I'm like, that kid is 15 years old. He doesn't know shit about fuck. <sighs> he might know more about science than Mark Wahlberg's character. He might. He might. So we get told via the news that this happening is, <laughs> is only in New England. 
and no one knows who caused it. The and White House is drawing a blank. People are blaming the CIA, and they're like, we didn't do it. Yeah. The scientists I, are like, well, you know what? I don't know what's going on. They had an official statement from the president that said, this is a happening, and it is not my bag, baby. <laughs> it does freak me out, It though. does freak me out, though. <laughs> Again, nobody has a clue what's going on is what they have told us. We know it's something to do with the plants, but we don't know why or how or the circumstances around it. Back to you, Phyllis. Okay, well, how's the weather, Bill? So doesn't the birds get down to three right around the same time? The birds. The movie The Birds. Get down to three, like... People left. Get down to three. There's only, like, the, the lady and the dude. Yeah, I think so. That's when I was like, God, this is just the birds without something. Because the trees can't be birds. Right. They don't have wings. They can't. <laughs> so there's, it's just the birds without any it's, it, visible physical danger. There is a very birdy feel about it. And the problem is, is that the only thing that the birds has is the visible physical danger called the birds. Correct. Yep. So you've taken, you've made shit. <laughs> Yep, you, tr- you took a... You've made the birds without birds. Yeah, oh boy. All right, so they find a new house. This one doesn't have any power or tire tracks coming towards it or anything. Uh, there's a lemon drinker there. <laughs> I Yeah, well, she does somehow get screwier yeah. as the scenes go on, but she is pretty, pretty screwy. It gets pretty weird here. Like, uh... This is where they go. I would have left a long time ago. Yeah, they go up to the house and they're like, there is no electricity in this house. You can tell it that fast. Yeah, right. That there's no underground power lines in all of whatever state you're in My right now. My science sense is tingling. Yeah. She's like... Do you, do you think that she had plumbing? Well, I hope so with as much lemon drink as she's having. Yeah. <laughs> that or she's got a very yellow mattress. <laughs> Gross. Boy, it sure is hot out here. I could go for some more of that lemon drink. Lemon drink. <laughs> maybe it's just lemon and water. Maybe may she's I, not lying. Maybe I may I use your restroom. We don't have one of those. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> don't. How dare you ask for a lemon drink pee in room? Yeah. Ah, this lady is batshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's a hermit. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's skip over all of that. Because I can't I, define her craziness. She, there's the scene where she's talking about who's chasing who, though, is so uh-huh. dumb because it's like, all right, which one of you is the pursuer? They're already married, lady. Yeah, lady they're what? fucking married. And they're like, yeah, there's he's super apologetic this yeah. entire time that she is threatening to kill him. He's like, I'm sorry, ma'am. We're just trying to stay alive. I want to eat your flesh. I know, ma'am. I'm very sorry. Yeah. Shut up, Mark Wahlberg. And this is also the scene where she did. There's an adjacent house that has communications. Whether, right. No matter how they want to set it up, that's all that's being said here. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, she gets happened the next morning. She's out. <laughs> She's out preaching to the plants. Uh-huh. Praise Jesus is what you hear her say. Uh-huh. And she's walking back and forth and touching the plants. And all of a sudden she gets happening. Right. Because the start- plants are so fucking sick of her preaching. Uh, shut up, you daffy lady. We don't want any of your lemon drink. We're not going to steal your lemon drink. I'm already like- lemons. <laughs> they're like, we're going to we germinate. Are, it's we, what happens. We are lemon drink, you dummy. <laughs> 
All right. So, uh, so he, the, yeah, he realizes she's getting happened. Uh huh. So he closes all the windows. Right. But she had punched him out. <laughs> she goes full on Night of the Living Dead right here. It wasn't like she's. But the thing is, is that she's not trying to kill herself. This is, I think. Uh huh. With all of the other problems you had with how these people were killing themselves, this is the only one I have a problem with because she doesn't even try to kill herself. She does not. She just tries to open the windows with her dome. The the trees have told her to attack to get them infected. They're they're locked in. Those people inside that house are locked in. So, lady, we need you to bust out all the windows so the wind can come in there. Well, can I have lemon drink? Yeah, sure. Why not? You're not going to die from it. They guide her into infecting mark Wahlberg's family she just wanders off after that she's probably fine she's gonna lose an eye she's gonna lose an eye it, it's dumb this is the this is the old penultimate breakdown of the plot jaggy i'm not gonna argue it's true okay you're grieved <laughs> like at this point i'm thinking oh my god yeah dude, and i'm thinking okay you. it's gotta be getting close because they're down now to the original three again mm-hmm. well they're, you know, they're trapped. They mm-hmm. cannot outrun it at mm-hmm. this point. They're right. all going to fucking die. This is the end of the movie. Yeah. And I'm expecting that because it's M. Night Shyamalan that it's not going to have a happy ending. Where are you getting that information from? I just always think that. Like, it always turns out the exact opposite way that I want it to. Um, because it's M. Night Shyamalan. Like, it, oh, me too. Um, It always turns out the exact opposite. But that's from when I push play. Yeah. Yeah. And then I watch the whole movie. And I'm like, well, that turned out the exact opposite of what I wanted. I would have gone for just some lemon drink instead of watching this movie. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> no, they're not. It's you're saying that his movies don't have happy endings. Name one. The lady in the water. She gets eaten by an eagle. She gets eaten by an eagle, but he in his the version mo- of it. movie theater audience thinks that she gets taken to safety. That's a happy ending. That did not seem very happy to me. Our interpretation of it is that she gets eaten by an eagle because that's what it looks like on screen. But well, I'm pretty sure she got eaten by an eagle. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she got <laughs> eaten by an eagle too. Yeah, they're like, oh, safety <laughs> for you. I'm like, what? She just got carried off by an eagle. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody's gonna get a little bit of a chomp in the head and just like. All right, we covered that pretty good already. Uh, go back and listen to our Lady in the Water episode. Um, Chomp. Six cents. Sure, he finds out that he's a spooky ghost, but you know what? He's been a spooky ghost since the beginning of the movie, sure. so it's not really an unhappy ending. The, what twists are the twists that at the end of the movies that have them are sort of, oh my god! But if you really think about it, like how inconsequential. Signs they defeat the aliens with the a baseball bat village, and some water. It's like village. Oh. They live on a in a normal okay, commune it's not none of its unhappy endings jackie so that's a very weird statement and it's also very inconsequential when if you it's really think about it oh okay. um well either way these they've set up that well oh, there's the the well house is adjacent here uh-huh. mm-hmm. so like during this disaster and you're with a weird lady Let's go play in the well house right so Zoe Deschanel and the girl are like yay we're playing outside in a concrete house with no floors or walls or anything. Anyways, they uh, they they get separated. Sure. They have to shut the the happening out from outside, so yeah. they can't get to each other. And he's like, you know what? It doesn't matter if we're gonna die. I want to be with you anyway. So he just goes outside, and she's like, no, don't do it. You're gonna die. 
And then he comes outside. He's like, baby. And she's like, let's go outside. She's like, where'd that shirt come from? (laughs) (laughs) He's got a new shirt on. He's got a new shirt on. Maybe it's the crazy lady's dead husband. Who knows? He had Under Armour? Yep. He had an Under Armour shirt with (laughs) like a hoodie. (laughs) He did. He was quite nice. Very trendy old man. (laughs) Yeah. He was athletic. He did a lot of jogging. Killed him. So they go outside. They meet. And then they hold hands. So they mean it. Their marriage has been fixed. Sure. They mean it now. Thus defeating the evil of the trees. Because the title comes up right after this and says, so-and-so, 8.32 in the a.m. The trees have been defeated. The happening is over <laughs> via the power of love. No. It is 9.58 a.m. Hmm? Scientists predicted that the epidemic would end no later than 9.32 a.m. Oh, really? So the epidemic had been over for about 15 minutes. Hold on. Okay. A, I get where you're coming from, but what that scientist says is based off of projectional figures, we expect this to taper off very rapidly. However, that's anyone's guess, which is another way of saying, you know what? We don't really know. Why cram this love shit? This relationship, the problems of it, so heavily down our throats in very M. Night Shyamalan manner, and then have this slow motion handhold scene when he already established what, if you're going to hold her hand, you better mean it. Now they mean their relationship, and the trees have been defeated. Yes, I understand what the science has said. Yes, I understand the timeline is very similar, but I really think that this movie... The bad guys were defeated by the power of love. I think I want to think that. But the other problem is, is that the timeline plus the way that they've given up, like, well, it's been a long road. What I just can't take this. any. It's been a day. Right. And it's they've just given up on day. it. It's been one day. And they're like, oh, fuck it. Well, we're never going to make it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go out there and walk to our death. Like, wait, it's been a day. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Time to stop trying. Yep, one day. Three months later, she's pregnant. Whoopty fucking do. Their story's over. They have a nice uh, brownstone. Yeah. Well, and really care. They have the daughter uh-huh. still. Yeah, sure. great. Who got on a short bus. Uh-huh. Yeah, great. Cut to France. Oh, no. The happening is happening in France now. So they didn't defeat the trees with the power well, of love i guess the trees of yeah they didn't defeat the trees with the power of love it just the, you won this battle mark Wahlberg, but the war wages on said the trees and they won't lose in france because those people don't know love from a <laughs> kick in the pants uh, i believe paris is called the city of love is it it's the city, city of lights. free love no, what that was the city of lights city of free love is las vegas Actually, that's the city that never sleeps. Yeah. Uh, no, that's New York. Okay, maybe that's what it is. Uh, and definitely love is not free in Las Vegas. You pay. Oh, and man, man, you, you pay. pay. <laughs> <laughs> and so do the hookers, because you can murder them. I didn't say that. Whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, so uh, forget I said anything. First questions. Jackie. 
one, my mood ring stuff never came up. Uh, yeah, he's got a fucking mood ring. It's plot irrelevant. Well, yeah, and he says it's a very special mood ring, but we never figure it out. So, before we get to he questions... He got it in a Cracker Jack box. He never says. That's pretty special. But I, I want to just hit three things. All right. Okay. Mark Wahlberg has a mostly blue ring on most of the time. Mostly... Mostly blue. Miss Lady's car is green. It's it's blue for most of the movie, which he says uh, is uh, peaceful and relaxed, and okay. it does mean happy. Okay. And then at the end, when he's talking into the pipe, it turns orange, and that means impatient. So he's impatient to die. Uh. Okay. And mm. then they start talking about the purple and how that's supposed to be in love. But later he tells her that it's about horniness. And when I looked it up, it does indeed mean in love. Now that I've gotten to actually say my uh, mood ring thing, it sounded pretty fucking dumb. And I cannot believe that I made that such a big deal about the podcast. And I apologize. You were you were very obsessed with mood rings because I think you think that they're magic. Uh, really, it's just temperature. It's just body temperature, Jackie. They're, they don't mean anything. It's seriously something you get in your Cracker Jacks. Sold to children because children will believe in magic. It's just temperature. It means nothing. What? Yeah. There's no science? No. Well, there, well there's only science. There's not magic. I don't think it's body temperature. I think it's just external. It's both. Well, your body temperature doesn't change a whole lot. Uh, if you're exerting, yeah, you give off more heat. If you sweat, you know. That would be the external temperature. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously, you don't... The mood ring doesn't go in your butt and then you put it on. <laughs> it doesn't? Ideally, I believe it doesn't. <laughs> well, let's just say it goes on a finger. Where that finger ends up is anyone's guess. I lost my mood ring. <laughs> yeah. Call the doctor. Um, <laughs> I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> Well, you know, a lady is suing the Samsung company because a vagina or a vagina because got stuck vagina. in her vagina. A vagina got stuck in her vagina? It's like real life turducken with people? Yeah. <laughs> uh, assault her, the, the Samsung uh, phone. So why don't you calm down and speak clearly? Okay. So the this woman is suing Samsung because her phone got stuck up her vagina. Uh, it was like was, a, a big S8 or an S9 why or was something you, like so, that. Wait, what was the end game? I don't know, but you see her in the article and she's like crying like, eh, the phone got stuck in my vagina. Why was the phone up your vagina? Maybe she was, uh, go, you know, using the prison pocket. Maybe she, uh, she's got a man on the inside and she's the uh, the smuggler. Yeah, she was getting a DUI and she's like, well, I got to do the Snapchat later. Zoop. <laughs> In the DUI, I better prepare. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're not. I mean, you just bail out. Um, now you got that stuck in there, huh? Does it feel nice? Yeah. <laughs> like, you what's know? your what's your number? I'm gonna call you and see what happens. <laughs> Vibrate. Sam, question. What happened to all the people that were just standing still? Did they did they kill themselves? Or did they just like come Stand out of it? Still. Like, oh well it's tomorrow. Go on about my business. My feet hurt and I'm really hungry. 
I lost a day? Or think, are they conscious the whole time? Are they having hallucinations? My knee's hurt. I got a backache. What are the rules of the happening? <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> because even at the end, there's scientists on TV, and they specifically say... We don't know. We don't know. What did we just watch then? Arthur, I could tell you a lot of mumbo-jumbo about math and science. But I'm not a scientist. I'm just a guy on TV. That's why I'm wearing this nice shirt instead of a lab coat. <laughs> All I can tell you is that we just have to look over there and go, well, I hope that doesn't happen again. Right. That's the end of the movie. That is the end of the movie. Um, Because, like, it's not that we need, like, a, a huge breakdown of the science of, of the happening, but we need to have some fucking clarification on what the happening is in order to feel anything about it especially what you want us to feel about it, fear. Yes. It's a way for nature to thin out the population in order to right itself. In a day? By making a few people kill themselves in New England. That's the thing, is that... The way that he's portraying it, though, is that not just a few people. It's entire towns and cities. Except for the way he establishes it, where it's only a few people, the rest are just paused. They're just standing still. Like, we hear on the radio, everyone's dead. And it's like, well, they were just standing there. Are, is everyone just standing there and not like, oh, I don't know. I, I can't call anybody. And we only hear that everybody's dead via conjecture. A yes. lady in her apartment who has locked herself inside and they say, is anybody okay in Princeton? She goes, hold on, let me check. Nope, they're all dead. So she looked out her window. And saw some dead people. Everyone is dead yeah. by her account. No, they just stood still. It sucks. So I don't, I don't fuck, fuck the happening. I can't figure this one out. I'm not going to attempt to because at the end of the day, M. Night Shyamalan couldn't be bothered to have an idea of what it was about. Whether Dreamcatcher was about something or not, while Stephen King was on cold medicine, mm-hmm. I'm um, sure he was called like medicine or different, whatever you want to call it, you know, <laughs> potato, potato, um, <laughs> potato, potato. Um, at the time he was high, I bet you he believed that this was like, oh, my God, this all makes sense. And then read it the next day was like, this doesn't make any sense. M. Night Shyamalan never believed in this. At no point did it mean anything. Yeah. Or he just by the end of his experience was like, I think I got lost. Yep. Right, so I don't think that we're going to take the time to try to make it unnonsensical. It's just a nonsensical movie. Well, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, and never will. What happened to Joey? Uh, Joey is <sighs> M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, yeah, that's his cameo. You know, how he puts himself in every fucking movie. This was the only one he doesn't make a physical appearance in. Because he really was just not behind this yeah, thing. Nope, not at all. Yeah, but what happened to the character? Do you think he died? I think he just went on to maybe go to work. Or maybe he was paused. Because not everybody died, Jackie. Or they did a bad job. Like, Joey tried to kill himself with a mirror, but it was plastic, and he just fell in the tub. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, what if you can't kill yourself? Like, you just fail at it miserably. Yeah. Like, you knock yourself unconscious or something. Like, Like, that lady... Or if, like, you you jump in to, like, a, a dangerous animal, like, you're, oh, that guy jumped in and got eaten by lions, I'm going to jump in here with the snow leopards. You just end up spooning a snow leopard for two <laughs> hours, for, like, a day. You wake up, and you're like, 
what is this snow leopard's name? I'm like, that's, that's Jeremy. This is a very nice snow leopard. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm in here, but he's he's very nice. So was this a horror movie? <sighs> was it supposed to be? It was be? supposed to be. I don't know. I, I will... I, I would I would sword fight over this one. This is just his version of the birds. I think it's supposed to be a science fiction movie. Is uh, the birds a science fiction movie? Mm, I don't think it's so. It's a horror movie. And his, this is this is him remaking the birds as best as he can, and it didn't work. Uh, I'm going to stick with my statement. Yes, I think it can be both things, Sam. It doesn't have to be uh, exclusive to one another. I think it is a birds remake, but I think it's a science fiction version of a birds remake. Ah, Now, if it's science fiction, why does he keep doing such a bad job with science not knowing anything and science being mumbo jumbo i said it's an attempt ah just Mm. just the same as if you were to say it's a horror movie why does he keep trying to make it scary when it's not well so i according to imdb the what (laughs) imdb oh you got it right that time i did (laughs) it's actually listed under three different genres mystery sci-fi and thriller so Mm mm-hmm but it was supposed to be a fear-mongering movie, so I was going for fearful, but... Fear-mongering of what? Of fucking not pissing off trees. Here's the problem with the tree thing. We've invaded their habitat, and they're going to kill us. Why today? Why today? Dude, that's, like, forever. Kill us? They got to draw a line somewhere. 2,000 years ago. Oh, and there why, wasn't that many of us Why do you just ago? give up after a day, the trees? And why... Not one of the more populated. Why Paris and New England when there are many other more densely populated areas? Or less densely populated areas with more trees. I mean, if you if you have a tree toxin, it's probably going to start where there's a lot of trees. Not in the middle of a goddamn concrete jungle. Not if it's, you know, catnip. Well, Yeah. <laughs> It started at the catnip, and the catnip taught it to the other plants. Right. right. It could be ficus and <laughs> ferns. You're saying there's a lot of people that have cats in New York? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't think that they can. I mean, could you imagine how inconvenient you it would be if you lived on, like, the 10th floor, mm-hmm. and you had a fucking dog that needed to crap? Yeah, it'd be pretty crappy. And you had to, like, wait for the Literally. elevator. You The uh-huh. dog would be like. That's right. That's why you get a poop shoot. Poop shoot. I need more. Shoot the poop out. Like a gun? Like no. a potato gun? It's a toilet. <laughs> you stick your dog on the toilet? You either do that or you get a dog litter box, unfortunately. Yeah, I think Big you, cities, yeah. they have dog litter boxes. Dog litter boxes, Jackie. They, mankind has solved that problem. We're not that inept at living. Now, whether you what you do with that turd after it gets in the litter box, that's your choice. Uh, well, you just send it down to the homeless people, obviously. Can you flush dog turds? Why would you not be Jackie, able to flush what a dog? What is turd? going on with your brain today? Well, like for cat litter the boxes, right? The toilet spits right? it back at you. Like that is not human. <laughs> I only accept human poo. Human poo. Well, if you think about it, like you don't ever hear anybody like flushing down cat poo, right? They put it in a bag and they throw it in the dumpster every time. But if these people have dog litter boxes. And the dog takes a crap. Do they just be like, oh, okay, because, you know, you just go You can't in there. leave it sit there. You're going to have to flush it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it's not like cat shit, you know, where it doesn't, it's not real big. I mean, dog turds can be quite big. Sure. And they're still less offensive than when, you know, humans have tacos and whiskey. Yeah, that's true. All right. 
Final recommendations on the happening, guys. We're gonna we're gonna put this one to bed. Uh, I'm gonna go first. This was my movie this week. Do not. This is one of my least favorite movies of all time. I awarded two stars out of ten, and I almost think it's ready for one star because it is close to Monster Go Go, where at the end everybody says, "I don't know what happened," even though the movie tells you what happened. People are too stupid to figure out inside the movie. But the rules of itself, don't break, they, it breaks its rules so hard that when it's telling us what the rules are, what's happening on screen is conflicting to that. And sure. then there's a scientist saying, I don't know what's going on. It sucks pretty bad. Yeah. Sam, do or I don't. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't. I actually got up in the middle of the movie and then pretended like I just needed to pull my pants up because what I was doing was I was leaving halfway through. <laughs> And I remember that I'm not allowed to do that on the podcast. I have to watch the well, whole movie. I gotta go, guys. Yeah, I, I got up and I was just gonna walk out for a while. <laughs> and I was like, oh fuck, I have to actually watch this. Yeah, shit. no, you don't get it to was do that. Really man. bad. You gotta watch the whole thing. I would recommend instead going to the Fappening. <laughs> oh yeah. Whoa. Dave, watch out, Mr. Skin's got some competition now. <laughs> Weird. Jackie, do or do not. Do not. <laughs> yeah, My not lord, surprise. do not. That is not a surprise. Um, yeah, Shyamalan. Ugh. Let's get on to some different do's and don'ts. Streaming do's and don'ts. Starting out with uh, Bruce Campbell in Mind Warp from 1994, I believe. Uh, anybody else in Mind Warp that we uh, can recall? I don't think so. Pretty much just Bruce Campbell. Wasn't the bad guy somebody? Eh, um... I don't really remember. Well, the most important thing about Mind Warp is that it was one of the three movies that Fangoria made for themselves before they were like, yeah, we're not making movies for ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) We're going under. Uh, Post-apocalyptic, underground Mad Max type movie where there's people that live in the city who are called dreamers and they can plug into the matrix essentially. But one says, I don't want to be in the matrix anymore. I want to see what the real world's like. So she goes outside and meets Bruce Campbell, who is a roguish survivor. The last survivor, basically uh, outside of mutant town. And sure. Then she has a bad time from then on out. That's to go to mutant town. Yeah, it's, but it's not like going to Frogtown. It's not a good time. No. Like, like they're killing children. Yeah, in a like a buzzsaw. Everybody's got like deformities in their mm-hmm. face and everybody's gross. And you're your slave laborer, like a muck slave laborer. That's yeah, like the best of the line is you dig in muck. Yeah. They're digging through garbage. To find uh, and they live relics in the garbage. Yeah, they they're trying to find relics of our time, say like a like a tape recorder. Whoa, tape recorder, sweet. I don't know what they're doing with that junk, but whatever. They're sacrificing people with it. I yeah, think. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really care for Mind Warp. Um, I think cause this was a Canadian production. I almost think this is the same people that actually did most of the Outer Limits, mm-hmm. the the newer, newer ish, right? Twenty year old Outer Limits. Mm-hmm. If you like that show, you won't hate this. If you don't like no. that show, you're not gonna really. But you it, could just it, watch the show. It's a. It's a thirty-minute longer episode of The Outer Limits. Is all it is. Yeah. So if if you're if you can get down with that, go ahead. But it's not anything special or anything to write home about. So do or don't, Sam. Those were my conditions. All if right. you like The Outer Limits, do. Otherwise, don't. Jackie, I'm gonna give it a don't. I was I was bored. I didn't like it. 
I didn't like where the kid died. Um, I that like did yeah. the kid getting shot on the porch today. You know what? Whatever, dude. It's a dumb movie. It was a little much. Like I was like, you're gonna save that kid, right, Bruce? Can't Bruce? Bruce? Getting pretty close, Bruce. Tick tick tick. Oh, yeah, and, Bruce. And the blood squirting everywhere, and everybody drinking this kid's blood. Yeah, it was it a just, little much. Yeah, I, I just didn't like it. They just yeah. didn't have anything redeeming for me. It was like no. No, the dad wants to have sex with his daughter. Right. No. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty. Uh, the blood wasn't very bloody. It was sort of red watery, and I think that that was one of my biggest turnoffs. Like, if you're gonna go as gory as they were trying to go mm-hmm. with this, you needed corn syrup and a lot of food coloring. You needed bloody blood, and they didn't have that. Yeah, right. watery blood, and that kind of pissed me off. I like I like Bruce in serious roles. I'm not gonna lie. I like him in comedic roles, obviously. But this was not what I wanted. I think Bruce in a PA film, um, there should be a little bit of adventure. There wasn't there enough wasn't, of him. There wasn't enough of him, and there wasn't any adventure at all. It was Bruce Campbell being a slave in a muck farm, yeah. and I didn't. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Uh, next up. Jackie and I watched this a film from 1934 uh, called Maniac, where there is a uh, scientist um, who wants to reanimate the dead, so he just goes and starts having his assistant kill people, but then his assistant kills him, and his assistant then becomes him. <laughs> now, the assistant's going to the mortuary, uh-huh. and they have, <laughs> they're right next door, Right, the so, next door to the science lab is the mortuary, fortunately. Right. They call it the Fortuary Mortuary. So he just opens this door and shoves a body in there. Mm-hmm. It's a secret door, but it's like you can totally see the door. It doesn't make any sense. So he, he they grab these nab a young woman and they throw her ass in there uh-huh. and they they reanimate her corpse. Well, then you know the scientist is like, "Oh, well, I'm I'm going to be rich and blah 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 blah." So the scientist dies like he gets <laughs> he gets killed and then it's this whole thing about how this guy's uh, the the actor portrays himself as the scientist but then his wife comes back the actor's wife comes back and wants money and then there's a chicken farmer guy who lives next door that's spying on him and I totally have no idea what the fucking movie was about at that point. I don't like, even know what the heck she's talking about. I don't remember any of that. Yeah, there was this guy who's raising these chickens, and they have like a chicken plantation uh, where, you know, they have their own little huts and shit, and they're fancy chickens. And he's like, oh, yeah, I've been watching them for a while, blah, blah, blah. And he's telling the cop all this shit, and the cop goes over there, and I don't even know. I It was, it, it just ended. And it was like, oh, okay. Uh, Maniacs to do for me. I know Jackie's going to be a don't, but this Even is... You don't no, remember I've, it. No. Uh, I'm I remember other do. things. I remember a particular when the, when the scientist is losing his shit, he, there's cats. There's lots of cats in this film, and he gets a hold of a cat, and he pops its eyeball out. But it's an on-screen eyeball popping out of, of a live cat, but it's a glass eye. This cat didn't have an eye to begin with, so they plugged in a glass eye and then had this guy pinch its glass eyeball out. So it looks horrific and inhumane, but it's 1934, and it's, like, cutting-edge shitty. Like, this is... I mean, Birth of a Nation sucks pretty hard, right? But this is pretty crappy. Like, this is his 1950s sci-fi drive-in 
in the 1934s you can get, and I think it's a film ahead of its time mm. as far as its level of being a total stinker. So, yeah, I give Maniac a do. Jackie? I'm going to give it a do as well. Okay. Couldn't really follow, you know, the plot, like I said, but you're right. Those weird things that happen and the, and the quirkiness of, like, the, the neighbor and him spying on them and stuff... It, I don't know. You just have to watch it. It's just it's very it's weird. a ride. It's a ride. It's weird as shit. Um, next up, uh, I did this by myself. I did you guys a favor. Merlin: The Return from two thousand two. Is the one with Sam Neill? No. Who's in this one? Adrian Paul. <laughs> I kind of want to watch that. No, you don't. Okay. I am telling you, this movie sucks. Um, and then uh, Craig Schaefer is the only one I can really uh, comment on. He was uh, the, he's the guy from Nightbreed. I know who Craig Schaefer is. Yeah. He's also in, uh, he sur- I think, The River Runs Through It being a movie that survives his ex- He's actually good in it. It just doesn't make sense because he's Craig Schaefer and he stinks in everything. But he's in A River Runs Through It. And, and he's in Merlin The Return. Well, that's not good. No, it's awful. Sam, let me let me ask you this. Have you ever seen a Merlin movie that's like you would like? It doesn't have to be good, no. but you enjoy. And I'm a big John Borman fan, and Excalibur gets too involved with Merlin, and it stinks. Uh, Merlin's got to be, like, the least likable major character in the history of all things. Sure. Like, he's not interesting in any way. Like, Gandalf, dude, they got the same powers, right? If they got in a, a, a fight, maybe Merlin wins. I don't know. He's a pretty powerful wizard, but, dude, is he cool? Yeah. No, he kind of sucks. And that's, I guess, we got to really, once again, hand it to Guy Ritchie, because Merlin was interesting in that movie. Yeah. The chick that made giant snakes. She wasn't yeah. crappy anyway. Right. I guess that's the best Merlin I've ever seen. But man, those like the obsession. Oh, no. Why? What? Sword in the Sword in the Stone. Oh, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. Disney movie. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Merlin's fantastic. Yeah, but that. he's just Gandalf, basically. No, he's he's straight when up you, Merlin. Well, I don't know. When you go straight up Merlin, like Merlin's eccentric or not eccentric, but he's uh, like an isolationist guy. He lives in a cave type wizard when the the uh Arthur only calls him down every sure. now and then to fulfill destiny. And he's only talks about fucking destiny. And, but like, as far as hanging out, dude, sword in the stone, Merlin, that's just Gandalf. Yeah. And mostly in Merlin sword in the stone, he just time travels and gets future tech. Yeah. Right. And sing songs that are fun. Yeah, exactly. Do but that duty. Um, but yeah, the, the actual Arthur Uther Pendragon version of Merlin, he's a, he's a D bag. Yeah. Yeah, you don't even like talking about it. No, um. <laughs> and then even in that movie that's not even good, Arthur with uh, Clive Owen, uh-huh. they were like, fuck, we're not touching Merlin with a 10-foot pole. So he just like shows up a couple times and like, that's Merlin. That's it. Cut away. New scene. Yeah. There he is. Yeah, this Merlin is like, imagine hijinks Merlin with Wings Hauser as Merlin. I would watch... <laughs> fucking wings hauser as merlin that would be great well maybe maybe merlin the return is for you because uh is wings hauser no no well, no it's some other it. schmo um from the young warriors but uh nah. uh man it stinks awful effects awful acting i mean adrian paul is just one of the all-time worst actors of all time like the guy is just what's our other guy um mushmouth karate guy um, we just did a, a streaming do's and don't with him last week um, from uh, American Kickboxer 2. Um, oh, uh, Evan Lurie. Evan Lurie and Adrian Paul in a bad acting off. 
man, I don't know who wins because they are just blockheads. <laughs> um, I'm going to give Merlin the Return a don't. Bad bad special effects, like really bad animated special effects, like barf-inducing. Ah. Um, but maybe maybe there is a market out there, so maybe you should check it out, Sam. Uh, it does have riff tracks on it, so if you want to check mm. that out, uh, do it and let us know. I don't like Merlin movies. No, Merlin sucks. All right, well, uh, Sam, next week is your pick. Uh, unfortunately for you, we're going to be out of nonsensical November and well, into December. And I don't have to do a Christmas movie, do I? You don't have to. You don't have to, but if you don't, you're a fucking loser. Yeah, you're a total douche. Fuck, if I have to do a Christmas movie, I don't know what it is. If I don't have to do a Christmas movie, I'm finally going to do Cemetery Man. Cemetery Man. Uh, you can do whatever you Christmas, want. Christmas, no, the snow's Christmas. coming no, down. stop, stop. We don't need caroling. Cats not even caroling. Yeah, whatever. All right. Enjoy your week. Get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.